Hello and welcome to the Cafe Bitcoin podcast, brought to you by Swan Bitcoin, the best way to buy and learn about Bitcoin. I'm your host, Alex Danton, and we're excited to announce that we're bringing the Cafe Bitcoin conversation from Twitter Spaces to you on this show, the Cafe Bitcoin podcast, Monday through Friday, every week. Join us as we speak to guests like Michael Saylor, Len Alden, Corey Clipston, Greg Foss, Tomer Strohlight, and many others in the Bitcoin space. Also, be sure to hit that subscribe button. Make sure you get notifications when we launch a new episode. You can join us live on Twitter Spaces Monday through Friday, starting at 7 a.m. Pacific and 10 a.m. Eastern every morning to become part of the conversation yourself. Thanks again. We look forward to bringing you the best Bitcoin content daily here on the Cafe Bitcoin Podcast. Happy 4th of July, everybody. Happy 4th of July. Oh, you cafe Bitcoiners. It is Independence Day in the United States of America. And that is an American holiday. However, I will say that freedom is something that I think all Bitcoiners are into, you know? It's a thing. I know I'm into it. <laughs> yeah, I know you're into it. Battle Ant. <laughs> All right, we're going to do one hour this morning. And just, you know, recognize that sometimes people, uh, you know, you need a place or you want a place to hang with like-minded individuals. And... uh this is that place for a lot of people. Welcome to Cafe Bitcoin. Our mission for this show is to provide the signal in a sea of noise, teach the other 7 billion people on this planet why there's hope because of this bright orange future that we call Bitcoin. Today, we're going to be talking about the history of this holiday, the 4th of July. What the hell does this mean? Independence Day. Independence Day for America was July 4th, 1776. We'll get more into that here in a few. Hmm. I hope you guys all are safe today. <laughs> Don't blow yourselves up. I say that jokingly, but seriously, there's people that blow themselves up every 4th of July. Don't be one of those people. Uh. All right. Let's talk about some historical stuff. I see simply Bitcoin in the audience. Shout out, inviting you to speak. I don't know if Nico's on that handle. Inviting you up anyway. Shout outs to Bob Kuntz, retired nuclear submarine commander out there in the audience. All Anybody who's ever served, shout out to all you guys. Appreciate y'all. And just everybody who's a freedom-loving, either American or you don't even have to be American. As I mentioned, freedom is a universal human-like thing. U.S. has been known for that for a while now, though, I guess. Fourth of July is a United States holiday commemorating the Declaration of Independence ratified by the Second Continental Congress on July 4th of 1776, establishing the United States of America. The founding father delegates of the Second Continental Congress declared that the 13 colonies were no longer subject and subordinate to the monarch of Britain, King George III. 
And they were now united, free, and independent states. I want to read a little excerpt from that here in a little bit, but Aunt, if you have anything you want to say, or if there's anybody in the audience who wants to come up and rap, today's just going to be just a chill rap session celebrating freedom. Yeah, it's cool, man. I'm glad that, you know, we have this space open today. I heard what you were saying yesterday about people being, you know, not at home. And, and then also people, you know, it's interesting to think because I don't ever really put it in those contexts, but it's true. It's, you know, we're on these spaces every day. There's not many pace people in my normal life. I say normal <laughs> in my day to day life, like in real life where I can just go around and talk Bitcoin just constantly with people. They're either going to like start getting bored with me or they're going to get me out of the room. You know, they don't want to hear it in some cases. So maybe, you know, because I've been talking about it for years, they're already like, OK, yeah, <laughs> we got you, bro. So it's cool to have a place, you know, where we can just come in and like talk about it. So I'm glad that y'all are spinning it up this morning. And I, I was in the exact same boat as you, whereas, you know, none of my mates, none of my family have any real kind of, you know, love or passion for Bitcoin. Um, it turns out Anders um, from Toxic Happy Hour was um, making a little stopover in London. And I think he's, I think he's now left, but for like the last sort of, I don't know, was it four or five, seven Fridays in a row? While he was in London, I just put the day off work on a Friday and, and, and just links up with him. And we just talked Bitcoin for hours. And then you talk Bitcoin for hours and then you realize that you've actually got so many more things in common in terms of interest. And it, it's just amazing when you, when you link up with a Bitcoiner, you know, that, that, that shares that passion and that vision for Bitcoin, too. And um, yeah, and, you know, just like minds kind of, you know, spouting off to each other. So I guess you need to, yeah, more meetups, the better. It's not just that as well. You know, it's like uh, holidays are, are, for me, they're a little weird because it's never been like a, I don't know, normal thing, I guess. I don't know what I'm trying to say there. I suppose I'm kind of rambling. Like the the point I'm I'm trying to get at is, is that there have been holidays I can remember where, you know, I I it's Christmas morning for example, and this is a staging area pre-deployment to your units over in the desert, and it's basically a ghost town, you know, and you get up and you go out and it's Christmas morning, and you're in what's called the quarter deck of the building, and there's this itty bitty little uh, anemic looking Christmas tree that's like <laughs> eight inches tall and it's got like two little things on it and that's it. <laughs> Merry Christmas. And I just think about there's a lot of people that uh, aren't near their family or near their friends sometimes on holidays and it's just uh, it's a thing. So here we are. Oh shit, yeah. Have you guys got the day off today? Hell yeah, yeah. I'm about to go to the pool in a little bit. Here. Happy, happy <laughs> July the 4th. Sorry, I completely fucking forgot. Happy July the 4th, guys. Every day is a Saturday. In Peter's Gucci world. Reserve the Gucci for Terrence. If you want to say that I'm a Vale kind of guy, that's fine, even though I've never been to Vale. 
Oh, you bought Terrence some Gucci? No, I got him a, uh, I got him, I scheduled him a, uh, a Gucci private. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Hey, Tal, what's up? Good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Um, happy 4th of July. I hope you guys have a great day with your friends and family, whoever you're going to enjoy it with. Um, today's just going to be more of a chill day for me. Um, because I get to, I guess, I guess I, I haven't decided what I'm going to do. Like my family right now, they're on their, on vacation in Taiwan. So I get to, uh, just hang out by myself, I guess. I don't know, but I might just hang out with some friends and family. I have a, there's a park really close to me walking distance where they're going to have a big carnival and fireworks and all that stuff. But I don't know. I'm not into that sort of stuff as much anymore, I guess. Um, but I'm really glad this is up. Hang out with you guys and wish you guys a happy fourth. Well, if you don't like fireworks displays, you know, I heard they have the drone displays coming. You might like those better. Tao's already under control by the drone display. No, no, no. I mean, it's, 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 I guess, I, I, I don't know how I feel. I mean, every year, I mean, I guess if it symbolizes freedom, then it's, it's more meaningful to me. Like, 4th of July now these days, it's more meaningful to me because when you're younger, all you care about is the fireworks and it's oh beautiful and it's just really cool right kids love that kind of thing but now that you're older and you understand how the world works and everything and what it stands for and then bitcoin comes along and that gives you even more to go with and it's definitely more meaningful these days because of the freedom aspect that it represents and what Bitcoin represents as well. I feel like that's why I was, I was asking the question yesterday on a different space is about, is there a independence day for Bitcoin? And if there is, which day would that be? Because I think Bitcoin kind of liberates people, you know, I know it sounds cliche or something, but I really believe if, we, we should have a sort of like a Bitcoin Independence Day. I don't know what you guys think. I agree. How do you pick the day, though? Mm. No idea. <laughs> the day the white paper was released. No, I, we haven't done shit. I think it's the day when uh, most people in the world self-custody Bitcoin. Speaking mm. of that... Um, I'm probably about to pull the trigger now with nunchuck. Dude, uh, nunchuck's cool. Yeah, it's I, I very mean, honestly, interesting. It, it really does look like they have just they've thought about everything. Like like they really have thought long and hard about everything. And and Hugo, the guy who runs nunchuck, seems like a really decent guy too. And and yeah, um, I'm done with Casa. And despite what I said last week about trying to, you know sort of all out myself and do the whole self-custody myself. I can self-custody on a single SIG. It's the multi-SIG where 
I could probably do it. It's just that, you know, I don't want to be fucking around. The nunchuck setup, I have not done this yet, but I have played around with it. Uh, by done this, mean actually create a multi-sig wallet with it. But it looks very sleek. I have, like, messed around with it a little bit, and it looks like you could use basically tap signers to create a multi-sig. And that, to me, yeah. is fascinating. Like, that's like, wow. I've done one already. So, so I've messed around with, with you know, I mean, look, that you can set up as many wallets as you want for free, um, as many multi-sig wallets as you want for free, but it's the assisted multi-sig um, where you have to pay. And moreover, it's, you know, if you want the whole inheritance plan, and that to me is the kind of deal breaker here, like, you know, fuck knows what's going to happen to anyone at any point. And I just want to ensure that if God forbid something happened to me, get run over by a bus, whatever, um, then, you know, my, my wife and my kids are, are in a situation where they can access it pretty easily. And Nunchuck ha have done the work on that side. They really have. Um, and, yeah, it, it, it just looks amazing. On the tap signer thing, I mean, I, I've got a couple of tap signers myself. Um, I've got more hardware wallets than I, I, I care to even think about, to be honest, because I like just testing them out and fucking about with them. But I set up a, um, a two of three with two different um, Blockstream Jades and a um, one of those coin kite, coin kite tap signers. And yeah, the, the, the tap signer with the, with the NFC, if your phone's got NFC, um, the tap signer multi-sig stuff is just, it, it's fucking incredible. Did you, okay, the Jade, the did you NFC? Tap signers? Hang on, hang on. Did you, did, the, did you NFC connect the Jade to the... Uh... Nunchuck or did how did you connect Jade? I, I did the Jade with the QR code um scanner. So so it's okay. air gapped in as much as it is it's done with a QR code. Um but I don't think to my knowledge um the Jade has NFC. maybe it does, but but I don't think it it's definitely got the it's definitely air gapped in as much as you can use the the QR code signing. Um but I don't know if it's got NFC. Got it. Everybody should um at Adam back and say when NFC. <laughs> well, also the the thing about it because I really like the price point of the Jade, like it, it, it's it's very good. But um, I don't know if he's he's ever been on um, on Cafe Bitcoin, but there's a guy called Portland Hoddle who's um, extremely technical when it comes to these things. And yeah, all, all I'd say is do your research. Um, and you know he he's managed to um break a jade basically hack into a jade albeit that he you know he would need physical custody of the device um but yeah he he has been able to kind of um break it effectively or hack it however you want a jade yeah blockstream jade really yeah hey, uh jacob do we have this guy's contact portland you've you've talked with portland before Alex. yeah i know that's not i did you hear the question i just asked I know we've talked to him before. I don't necessarily have his contact info. What I'm asking Jacob he is, do we have? He's a fountain of knowledge. I mean, he he he's definitely worth get getting up. He he's a really clever, switched on guy, and, and just a nice guy too. Jacob has probably walked away from his phone. This no, is a, he, you can he, tell he it's a holiday. You, he, he gave you the thumbs up. Yeah, I did the thumbs up. Oh, did he? Oh, My bad. My bad. God, Alex. What is yes. wrong with you this morning? Just search for, just do, do go to the little search bar, 
you know, and type in Portland Hoddle, dude will pop up. Also, for for the record, Alex, I I did speak to Corey and I spoke to, well, I I spoke to someone else to know how much I can say. And, and, you know, I I know it's not completely under wraps because I know you guys have mentioned it before and I know you guys are um, working on like an assisted custody solution yourselves. Um, I would have loved to have done that. The, the, problem i have is is my casa um renewal is up pretty soon um so i have to make a a, a move very soon i've been kind of procrastinating and delaying and delaying but yeah nunchuck for now i i think kind of supports all my needs and i'd say just you guys should should probably even speak to hugo look at what they're doing you know if he allows because i i I appreciate it's obviously you know it's competition but you know every company in bitcoin is effectively sort of helping each other out in some way or another because they're pushing the whole kind of industry forward i i personally don't look at it as competition i personally and just speaking for me i think that whoever's got the best solution in anything I mean, they win the prize, in my opinion, because this is all about what's best for Bitcoiners, 100%. And so if Swan is coming up with some kind of solution or whatever, and it's not the best for Bitcoiners, then whatever is the best for Bitcoiners should be the thing, in my opinion. And Swan just needs to get its shit together if that's the case. So, yeah. Yeah, and and the thing with... You know, again, I spoke about this last week, and I'm probably boring some people that have heard this all before. But the, you know, my choice is, you know, because I wanted to leave Casa. Apart from anything else, I think their price point is ridiculous for the service you get from them, um, which, in my experience, has kind of been non-existent. I got promised a whole kind of concierge service, a, a kind of a check-in, see how you're doing, all that kind of stuff. Never heard a word from them, um, and I pay a considerable amount each month. Sorry, each year with them. Um, but yeah, in terms of the difference between unchained capital and, um, nunchuck, there's the, you know, if you go with unchained capital, you know, they they need a whole bunch of details on you, et cetera, you know, for KYC purposes. And it's just not something that I was really prepared to do. Um, whereas with nunchuck, you know, you can, you can pay with a credit card if you want, but you can also pay with Bitcoin. And, you know, no one needs to really know your your true identity, et cetera, et cetera. So I think they got that on lock. Um, I don't know if you guys would be able to do, when I say you guys, Swan would be able to do the same, i.e. kind of provide that service without taking, you know, certain KYC info that, that you may be kind of um, forced to do in terms of, you know, regulatory reasons, et cetera. Well, the the idea with the Swan product is is going to be an end to end thing. So the pro- big the big problem with onboarding is you you figure out how you're going to buy your Bitcoin, and it's not like a smooth process all the way to a self custody situation. That there's usually like an interruption there where there's some lifting that a person needs to do to learn about it, right? So. That was the idea with with uh, Swan Vault, Swan Custodial, Multisig, etc. So the issue there is, well, if you're a Swan customer, you're already KYC'd. Okay, so the alternative, if you want to maintain complete privacy at all times, or as close to it as you can get, I should say, <laughs> as close to it as you can get, uh, would be to buy no KYC sats. Um, and then you could use the Spectre open source wallet 
to to build a multi-sig or you could use i don't know if you can use i i i i'd have to do more research on nunchuck to see if there's anything there kind of like tracing to the user see that that and the interesting part about this whole assisted multi-sig thing is the inheritance side of things like you know i, I think casa i think they offer it on their premium plan i can't remember what their top plan is but i think i'm spending something like either 15 or 1800 dollars a year with casa and it doesn't even come with any kind of inheritance thing um nunchuck offer you know the the, the full you know shebang that you know the, the the full bells and whistles inheritance the whole thing did you get the inheritance them. package through nunchuck yeah, well, well I, I haven't pulled the trigger I, I, i'm literally going to be doing it next week T tell us what you know about it so far what do you supposedly get with that so you get like um well for with the honey badger um the, the honey badger service that they do you get um i think you get three two of three assisted multi-sigs with that and you get the whole inheritance plan but it's the way the inheritance plan works which is just so it's just super clever that they've thought it out so well so it's a two of four multi-sig and they hold one key and you hold three keys but that third key is really just a tap signer and it's not supposed to be used. it's meant to be locked away or given to a, a someone within a a, a a trust or something like that, and it's only ever used for inheritance. So you know, I will put that key somewhere or with someone or with a solicitor, um, etc., or an executor of, of, of an estate, and they'll hold that key. And the only time that key will ever need to be used is when I'm no longer here. So in that way, because it's a two of four, because Nunchuck hold the other, uh, the the platform key, as it were, they've got that key. Your inheritors have that inheritance key, which then make up that two of four multisig to sign. So I'll have effectively have three keys, right? But one of them is an is an inheritance key that I don't ever have to use. Yeah, because I'm not going to use my inheritance key when I'm dead. Someone else is going to use it, right? So that leaves me with two keys to use of the two of four or one of my two keys and one of their platform keys. But, you know, I, I don't think you're meant to use their platform key that regularly. You're meant to use the two keys that, that, that you have. And obviously that inheritance key is tucked away. But it's, you know, you, you can set time limits on that as well. So, you know, you can set the inheritance date uh, a year ahead for instance and then six Can months you before, change it yeah 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 so 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 you have i think that you get an email six months before the date of of that inheritance date and you can just keep on kicking the can down the road obviously which which you know i'm, I'm oh, that's I mean, I good. Could do it. yeah i could i could set it for 30 years if i want but once i've locked that in it, it it's very difficult to change they don't use as i understand and uh, that what so what happens if if uh, nunchuck the organization disappears in the interim so let's say you said you put it in a time capsule 30 years out and then nunchuck goes away for whatever reason so i would still be able to migrate my whole setup to something like sparrow in fact they've, they've got an, a whole article about how to migrate from um, nunchuck to sparrow so I, I could easily do that right 
So you would get the key they're holding if you did that migration, is what you're saying? No, I'd never get their key. I never see their key. Okay, but see, here's the hole in that thing, though. Like if you, oh, I see. So I guess what I'm getting at is, let's say you time capsule it, right? And then you disappear, and then nunchuck disappears. So your error is like, what do you do? So, so, so that there, there would need to be a very short period of time between me disappearing and nunchuck disappearing. Because the second I disappear, my wife or my kids would know, bam, get that, get, you know, sort that inheritance shit out as soon as you possibly can. Um, but, you know, like you said, if I set a 30 year time, you know, time lock right now, um, and then they were to, you know, nunchuck were to, to disappear, I would still absolutely be able to move all my stuff from nunchuck over to Sparrow because you only need um, the amount of keys required to sign, which is two of four. And I hold at that point three of those keys and they hold one. So I could still move it all across and, and, and set that up. I, I, I could effectively bring it all into Sparrow and then sweep it all from a sparrow into a single sig if I if I wanted to, for instance. Interesting. I'm gonna go back and listen to this episode later. Some of these episodes I actually listen to more than once yeah. because it's Guess a deep convo and you gotta take you a minute to think about all the all the I, um I think things. it would be worth bringing Hugo or, or someone from Nunchuck or or, or we've several. asked him. They, these guys are very low under the radar. We these guys are flying very under the radar right now. We've we've asked them, and we'll keep asking them. That's the method we use, by the way, of water on rock. And I know that CoinKite have some kind of strategic partnership with Nunchuck. Uh, yeah, D, we have. Good uh, morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Yeah, um, no, I was just gonna say for the for the multisig aspect, uh, if you're gonna try to recreate it, like Noodle, you have that wallet config file, right? Uh, so, so just to be clear, I, I've not pulled the trigger with um, Nunchuck yet. I'm going to next week, um, but I absolutely understand that, that. I think it's a BSMS file, the the multisig config. I understand that, that that file is like the treasure map. Do not fucking lose it. Yeah, well, it's either you have the the treasure map or you have all four keys. At least you have the X pubs to all four keys. That's what you need um, to recreate the two of four. And then you just got to know that it's a two of four, which you probably know or your family knows or whatever. Um, but yeah, if you only have like three keys and you don't have that map, then you can't recreate it. So just, yeah, just keep that in mind. So therefore, so that goes back to Alex's question. If it, so if, if it's a two of four multi-sig in which Nunchuck hold that fourth platform key, how can I create that how can i recreate that setup if i don't have access to that platform key or do i i don't know yeah it's it's all in that bsms file the bsms file or the wallet config file whatever you want to call it is basically just um all the xpubs and the derivation path so as in- long as including you know, nunchucks platform key yeah yep that's right yep and it's, it's more just like the xpub right you don't need like the private key to sign but you need to know how the map was made to follow the map basically Okay, that that is not clear. Can we dig in on that? Were um, yeah. D, yeah, so, it, it, can you explain that? Because like 
I've I've been around these conversations a lot, and it's confusing to me. So if it's confusing to me, new people are like, I have no friggin' clue what you're talking about, bro. Yeah, no worries. No, for like, just uh, give like we'll do an example of just a two of three, right? You have your 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 public key to each of those private keys, and those public keys make up that wallet. So you need to know all all the public keys to recreate the map, or you need two of the keys to sign and the map, right? Um, so as long as you have three of the four things, basically you're good. I still don't understand. Maybe I'm just dense, but That's okay. maybe it's the language that you're using. I, I need, I don't know. It's just somebody, uh, somebody yeah, help like, me out here. You know, using, using your keys to create a multi-sig, you need to know all the parameters. Okay. Let's try way. this. Let's try this. Stop using those words, pick different words. Let's let's try to create analogies to bridge these things. Can you is it can you explain this not using those words? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're putting me on the spot. No. Um, no, see, this is the point though. This is yeah. what we do all the time on this show, is we take all the words, right, that Bitcoiners are constantly throwing at each other that Bitcoiners understand, and we say use different words because new people have no idea what those things mean. Yeah. It's a good call. Um, I guess, you know, I, I keep saying map, but I mean, you're just, even when you create, even when you have a private key and you're making uh, a regular single sig, you know, you need to know what the path is there, right? If you're using SegWit, it's M86. Um, if it's a legacy, it's going to be, it's going to be different. Um, but you just need to know how to get to your funds, right? Which, which tunnels do I need to access to access my vault way down the road? So if you have three keys, then you can recreate the two of three without the file, basically. But if you have, uh, if you lost one of the keys, but you still have the file, then you can only, you only need two of the keys because you have the map and the two keys. I keep saying map, sorry for that. Okay, uh, let's go around and get some different inputs here. I'll try and find um, bet. Uh, not Ben, what's his name? Uh, BTC Sessions um, did a whole thing on, on the nunchuck honey badger thing, and he actually broke this whole process down quite well. So, I mean, Dee's made that done a great job, um, but um, BTC Sessions also did a really good job too. I'll try and I'll, I'll try and kind of dig it out and put it in the nest. I, can I don't give it know. A go if you want. Okay. Okay. Normally, I don't know. I mean, normally what we try to do on the show is we try to go in order of whoever came up or whoever was requesting. So let's honor that. I don't know who was next. I think it might be Nate. Hey, Alex. Hey, D. Hey, guys. I was I was just listening to that. I want. Can I attempt to make this simple, Alex? By all means. Yeah, yeah. Please okay. do. Okay. So a normal Bitcoin wallet has a private key which is represented by your seed phrase, your 24 words. And that is what is used to send funds. You get addresses from public keys or called XPubs, right? Your multi-sig wallet, essentially, is derived from the public keys, not the private keys. So as long as you have the public keys, you combine them together to create the multi-sig. So that is what this, this file is. It's just public keys of the wallet, not the private keys. So in this Nunchuck example, Nunchuck is still holding the private key, but you have the public key. So you can rebuild the wallet. Does, does that help? 
you're still using all the same words. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Let me see if I can get a. Let me see if I can get an analogy working here. All right. The uh, file. Wait. Hang on. Okay. The file. Right. This file that we're talking about. Is it is it fair to make a comparison to the file as it's a wallet made up of wallets? Yeah, it's essentially you can think of it as a document with public keys printed on it and and then a, a little thing called the derivation path, which just points to what addresses are it's derived from. It's just a it's just a piece of paper with public keys on it at the end of the day. And you combine the public keys together to get that's, the multi-sig address. That's starting to make more sense. Okay, who else wants to try this? So, uh, no, I had a question about, so what, why does that make sense? Like they, um, like you say, Nunchuck holds the private key to this, um, this wallet that's created from the public keys. I think it's as a, as a, as a backup for Noodle, right? If Noodle loses one of the keys, he can still act, uh, call them and be like, hey, maybe not call them, but go to their Nunchuck app and be like, hey, I'd like my, my key, recover key. And then they give it to him. But that recovery key by itself cannot access the funds, right? Yeah, that's right. Because it's a the noodle situation is a two of two of four, so they only have one key, so they can't spend any every, any of your funds. But they can help you out if you ever lose one. In inheritance planning, right? If they're if you're using one top signer as one key, and it's say like you put it in a tamper-proof bag and you stick it in a vault somewhere, or you an attorney has it and there's you know, whatever the situation is for your physical security for that top signer. The top signer is basically a card. Imagine a credit card in your hand. You put it in a tamper-proof bag, and then it goes into a vault or something somewhere. Now that's one key nice and safe. And the idea here, from my understanding, is Nunchuck has the other key. So Noodle passes away. Your heirs are contacted by the trustee, or the attorney, or whatever. Sorry, Noodle. We're just sorry. Love you, bro. Uh, and they're like, hey, there's this tap signer. You use this card, you need to contact Nunchuck, you pair with their key, and you can get access to the Bitcoin. Yeah, that's exactly it. And with the other two kind of keys um, that, 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 that I would hold, they get spread out geographically. The, the idea is that, that, you know, any Bitcoin that, or, that, that anyone chooses to, to put with Nunchuck in their kind of their assisted custody should really be seen as kind of long-term cold storage and, and i mean long long term you're not touching it for a while because it's because you know the, if you're going to do multi-sig properly then you know the idea is that you sort of spread those keys out geographically i i want a setup so that you know anyone ever finds me knocks on my door they literally they, they can't get it because it's geographically spread in different locations. Yeah. It's it's important just one little nuance is that anybody who has this list of public keys that make up your multi-sig wallet, if they find that, they can't access your money, but they can absolutely see how much money you have. So just a little nuance there. And okay. you know just hopes are good. And that's why it's a treasure map, right? It, 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 it's a map to those funds rather than the keys. But it, it, sh it right. shows you where the funds Nunchuck, are. Does Nunchuck hold that map? 
I would think so. I would think they would. Because you have, it, you have to a, be you fair, that's kind of no different than that's kind of no different than if you, if someone is aware of what you what your ex pub or your addresses are, they can look at the at that Correct. on chain. So it's no, it doesn't mean they get access to it. They can just look at it. You know, it's kind of like there's a treasure map and it leads to a specific spot, and you look, go look in the specific spot, and you can say, "Oh my gosh, there's like a ton of gold bars there," but you can't touch the gold bars. You can just look at them. Yeah, because those gold bars are, are in a treasure chest that you don't have the keys to, effectively. It's a magic treasure chest in cyberspace, protected by 400x a hash of, of computing power. Transparent treasure I would chest. still caution people to be aware that if Nunchuck holds the map, that Nunchuck can see that. And that, I mean, for me, that would be a no-go. But yeah, why? But Explain that. Really uh, well, I would say buy, because right? then my government could demand them to to show them that. And that so, so that's a really how good, much money I have. Really good point, and 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 that's one of the main reasons why I'm not going with unchained cap for that KYC aspect of it. I'm going with um, nunchuck because I they, they don't need to know who I am personally. I can use a NIM. They don't have my address. They don't have my phone number. I use a specific email address just for that. Um, yeah. You can avoid this situation altogether by having two private keys stored with two separate uh, lawyers or firms or three or four or whatever your level of security is that you feel like you need or, or, or redundancy that you feel like you need. Uh, so that there's always keys out there. The other thing you can do, you can have a um, uh, a, uh, a USB drive with instructions on it, because as Alex said, there's three stages to this thing. There's the legal, you got to have your legal stuff in, 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 in place. You have to have informational um, uh, uh, information for individuals to be able to follow whatever the treasure map is. Uh, and then you have to have the key, the key. So there's this, there's three things. There's a the physical portion, there's this, this informational set uh, portion, and then there's the legal portion. So you can also with, a, with, a, once again, with another entity and none of these lawyers or entities where you're storing these things, um, are uh, know about the other one. So there's redundancy there without anybody, without any of them being able to collude, um, uh, to, to access your funds. And then all of these things will conspire together. If your demise, you know, then these entities will, if you, if you die, these entities will contact your heirs so that they have the information and they have the keys themselves, or you can go with, with, uh, Nunchuck and the NIM. Yeah. And the reason I go for Nunchuck and the NIM is the way I see it is the Bitcoin that I have isn't owned entirely by me it's my family's i'm i'm basically just managing that on behalf of my family right so it's not i mean you know call it what you want inheritance whatever it is it's really just a service to assist my family accessing it if i'm not here that, that that's really all it is because pete peter on the whole kind of leaving it with you know, solicitors, etc. You know, you'll 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 be hard pressed to find any solicitors, at least in the UK, that have a flying fuck about Bitcoin. They know nothing. So it it, it they don't, they don't, 
anything. Isn't All that these, funny? Yeah, but, but neither do my fa- ne- neither really do, 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 do my wife or kids. And know, all they need to know is that if you die, this tap signer or this 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 card in this Faraday bag goes to this individual. That's all they need to know. Yeah, and, and that's put so so part of the whole nunchuck services. You, you you can specify an email address whereby if that inheritance date that you've set goes by, um, you know the the inheritors will receive that email with those broken down instructions on what to do and it's a it it it, for for what is a pretty complex process if you're not very technical when it comes to bitcoin they break it down in an extremely user-friendly non-techie way you know another thing that people need to think about um is that uh, this is something that i discovered um just yesterday talking with uh with robert um about this very subject is that you know this is for, as Noodle said, something that is very long-term cold storage, right? So that means that you should probably have um, multiple seed phrases with different um, uh, amounts of Bitcoin in them because you may want to access some of your Bitcoin. And if you want to access your Bitcoin and your keys are geographically separated, as Noodle has said, it's going to be much more difficult to do that. So you might want to have some uh, Bitcoin that in 10 years or five years or whenever you plan on trying to uh, use that Bitcoin to, um, uh, to live off of, um, or when Bitcoin hyperization happens, that that is accessible to you and your and your big stack or your inheritance stack is is separated from that okay let's go with rooster and then phasing these guys haven't had a chance to talk yet let's hear what they have to say rooster what's up i'm good all right thanks for coming up phasing Okay. You can't sleep on this thing. These things go by fast. Your moments go by uh, fast. Bobby, I'll, what's I'll up, jump bro? In. Oh, man. Hey, happy 4th of July. And I don't say that just to any Americans on stage here. It's everyone else that <laughs> let's get back to the spirit of why we're here. All right. The spirit of Bitcoiners. Bitcoiners from around the world, tired of financial tyranny government controls here we are on fourth of july so i don't care what country you're from you all celebrate fourth of july with me anytime i'll tell you this man every year this means something more special to me right the privation that everyone went through to just have this new type of country now don't get me wrong our our forefathers would be kicking our ass right now if they saw what our government has become don't get me wrong there but hey, let's just appreciate what they tried. No, to they would. Still. They would be writing. They would be writing documents. <laughs> they would be writing yeah. documents. You know, like what, the what, the Declaration of Independence, saying, "Hey, this ain't cool." What was the one like? What did you give us? Someone said to ben, Benjamin Franklin, and he goes, "Like, you know what? Freedom if you can keep it." And we've a not republic. done a good job of it. A republic. There you go. Yeah, a republic if yeah. you can keep it. Anyway, happy fourth to everyone out here. Love you all. Does the time reflection halfway through this year? We're less than a year from a having just exciting times in Bitcoin in general. Um, man, yeah, what, what can you say? I get I'm surprised, man. I'm so 
I came I, I opened up Twitter. I didn't know you guys be rolling on Fourth of July, Alex. So props to you guys. Yeah, man. Cafe Bitcoin rolls on holidays too. Because sometimes people have holidays and they got nobody to celebrate them with. So we're the fam. Man, I'm I'm getting stuck in this habit. You know, usually I used to wake up at three or four in the morning, have some quiet time. But now I got I got my boys in South Africa, got Ubuntu and all these other people starting a space. So I'm finding myself like just adding an extra hour or two every day. Man, the, what do you, the, you go to, the work you go to bed at like 6 p.m.? <laughs> eight or nine. Eight or nine up at three, man. That's the perfect system. Mate, honestly, I, I feel you. My kids are up at court anywhere between court to five or court past five in the morning. So sometimes I've got to fucking hit the hay at like half eight at night. Okay. I agree with Puppy's sentiments. And Bitcoin is in freedom, go hand in hand, inseparable. It is the future. Does anybody have any last things on the last topic that they want to hit? Because I thought we were digging in deep and I thought I think people were learning things. Hey, good morning. I got one. Happy fourth. Um morning, on, brother. The on the configuration file, could somebody touch on like do you just store multiple copies on this on USB drives throughout your home? Do you keep it on a cloud service since it's not sensitive i guess you can see the funds but you can't access the funds how do people handle the management of that configuration file i i think physically printing it out is probably best for for most people but you could do digital also like a usb drive but yeah, yeah but, but if you're printing it that that in itself comes with certain considerations like for instance if you're printing it and you're you know you want it to be accessible in 20 or 30 years time then you've got to consider about you know the the quality of paper you use the quality of ink you use i come i come from from um a time where i had to make all those considerations when i was creating paper wallets back when paper wallets back before hardware wallets were even a thing um and you've got to take those kind of things into consideration if you're if you're if you're going to print it and you want to access that that you know, that, that printed piece of material in say 20, 30, 40 years time. Yeah. I would say if you want to use a cloud storage, I would say that, um, you know, a lot of people may think that they need multi-sig, but there's a lot of other things that you can use. Um, you know, you can use a duress wallet, you can use passphrase, you can have a, uh, like I said, duress wallet where you have a small amount of funds. So if someone puts a gun to your head, you could give them those funds and then still have your hoard. Um, there's multiple ways of setting up, um, you know, a, a very safe way to store your funds and you don't need multi-sig, uh, but some people go that route and that's totally fine. Just as long as they know that they need either, you know, the three X pubs or, you know, whatever, whatever the M of N is. Um, and then that wallet configuration file, if they don't have one of those X pubs. There's a company called seed hammer, by the way, for somebody storing substantial amounts like that, that justifies buying one of these machines, it will create this treasured map configuration file for you with all the um, XPubs. And it doesn't, um, it does it in a way where, um, I'm, I don't know if I'm explaining this well, but essentially you only need two of them. If it's a, like a two of three, for example, it's very, it's very interesting to, to, to be able to recreate the whole thing. And it's on metal plates.
We'll throw some links in the nest if I can find them. Yeah, that's all good info. Thanks, guys. Yeah, and also like setting up a multi-sig in Sparrow is super easy. Um, you can set into the video on it as well. Um, it's you know you just plug in your four or your three X pubs, and then <laughs> you're you're basically good to go. Um, but yeah, Beat Sessions has a great video on it if you want to stay a little more private. You guys had me a treasure map, man. I love the treasure map. <laughs> it's awesome. But yeah, the, the, I, I suppose, as Dee said, that there are use cases for multi-sig and, you know, reasons why not to do multi-sig. For me, the biggest, I, I, I just have to think about, you know, when I got into Bitcoin, I... um. I didn't even have kids and, and these days I, I'm just constantly thinking about their interests over mine and I need to I need a setup that means that if something happens you know my wife and my kids can can get access to it and get easy access to it I just linked to the uh, a video on YouTube to the seed hammer thing in the nest hey D any word on when uh q1's coming out um i think the goal is q1 of next year <laughs> that'd be fitting um, <laughs> the q1 in q1 q1 in q1 I see what you did there. um peter's boomer brain just exploded with that q1 q1 thing hey, not true i, D, I was what is... one of the first to pre-order that damn thing and i've been patiently waiting D, what what do you get in the Q? What's supposed to be cool about the Q1? What do you get? I mean, I don't want people to feel like this is an extended like infomercial for CoinKite. I'm genuinely curious. Like, what is what is cool about the Q1? Yeah, all good, man. I appreciate it. And yeah, didn't want to hop up here and chill uh, too much, but um, no, I just think you know, with people with passphrases, it's really tricky. Well, it just it's time consuming to input all that on uh, an MK4 right now, and then if you want to recover your you know, seed words, 12 or 24 words, that also is like, you know, you're putting in one letter at a time. So having the ability for a full uh, QWERTY keyboard to like type it all out, um, definitely a lot more uh, convenient for people. Um, it also has three secure elements instead of two. Um, and as well, why, why as, is that better? Why is that? Well, better? you're just you're spreading you're spreading the risk out, right? Even with two, you have two from two different companies, so they would have to collude, and then we would also have to collude with them to get your private key to extract it. With three, basically, you're just you're just spreading that risk out even more, where you have three companies, including us, and then we'd all have to collude to somehow um, extract your key, which is near next to impossible. <laughs> so, he's um, talking about millions of dollars trying to break coal cards, and they've been unsuccessful so far. Um, so we're just trying to, you know, spread out that risk even more and, um, you know, just make sure that you're not uh, trusting but verifying, right? D, you're talking about if someone gets physical access to your cold card, right? And then I think the last thing is uh, it has two SD card slots. So uh, you could have, uh, with we have a new update for the MK4 where um, if you want to sign into your cold card, you have to have the proper SD card plugged in, which is like another kind of two 2FA, two-factor authentication. Um, which is super cool. And then you have two slots. So you could have one for the, you know, sign in um, 2FA. And then you could have one for your, um, you know, PSBTs or, or whatnot. Hey, D, I don't think you could hear uh, Nate. He kept talking to you. Or 
Oh, oh, sorry. I'll drop down. I can't hear him. Well, no, it's all right. He dropped off. He'll probably come back. I'm trying to understand something here. Did did we transition? I didn't get the memo. Did we transition from just having a boating accident to now you need a boating accident in four different locations around the world? This whole G D. I think you're just trying to sell more cold card wallets. I get it. Love you, no, brother. No, 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 no. The the point of all of that. <laughs> is is to spread your jurisdictional coercion risk is what it comes down to that's the point yeah you need, man andrews is trying he's in denmark right now he does that shit too man he's got that he's got his stuff in like five thousand uh locations and but don't outkick your coverage as we say <laughs> you know it sounds great but sometimes people are going to make things so complex they're going to they're just going to it's not about that, this is not about complexity this is about when you are storing or trying to protect enough wealth or in your mind what is enough wealth you need to go to certain lengths to to protect it against different types of attack vectors that's really it's a deep dive down that rabbit hole so here's the thing does that apply to 95% of users out there maybe not and that's okay. Like if it if if this is too much, don't do it. <laughs> it scales yeah. with the value. Like you don't need to have a super complicated setup for just a small amount of sats. Precisely. Hey, real quick on the secure element thing. So that's uh, D. Correct me if I'm wrong. You know, if you're using a hardware device to sign Bitcoin transactions, you want a secure element because. If you don't have a secure element, um, if somebody technical enough gets a hold of your hardware device, they could extract your private key. Even if you set a pin, even if you do all that stuff, they could still extract it. So the more secure elements, the better. Yeah, that's that's the issue with the Jade. It adds it adds to the number of entities that have to collude. Basically, I that's a great explanation. Yeah, I just wanted to emphasize it's if they get physical access to the device. That's all. Yeah. yeah. And even even with Treasure, right? Uh they have different trade-offs. You know, I'm not gonna shit on any company. They're all great. Um, but yeah, you know, if you want to have firm well, having firmware that you can audit and having uh, a secure element or two or three is always a, a good good way to keep your uh, device safe. So Puppy, you might be wondering, like, why do we talk about this stuff on Cafe Bitcoin? Because isn't it like isn't the idea here for like, you know. The masses and the new folks it is but we also go deep on some of this stuff you would be surprised the type of people who listen to this show who are protecting uh how shall i say value in 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 massive massive quantities i was surprised to find out the the kind of people listening to this show sometimes and uh, uh they I'll, care I'll about these details yeah alex i'm with you man that's why it's such a great time in miami right Got to hang out, um, many different uh, parties, getting to meet different people. Yeah, I was surprised. Yeah, what would you call like either high net worth individuals or people that they they want a foray into Bitcoin. They want a way in, but no, they want their traditional traditional investments. But then again, they want I want some Bitcoin exposure, and who can do that? So I I think working that was a cool thing was actually. Um, aren't telling people more they'll, they'll get it eventually right they come in and they're going to have they're going to have their certain allotment to traditional investments but when they add in that one percent five percent bitcoin 
they're going to be surprised after the halving, right? After their first cycle, they realize that Bitcoin has outperformed everything they've ever done in their life. So no, I know I get it, man. I get it. it it's a it's always a, a, a crowd that comes in from beginners to those that are, are seeking uh, answers, man. You guys, you guys always kill it, man. You got it. You've been listening to Cafe Bitcoin. Tomorrow, we've got Blockbane and Nuclear Bitcoiner on. That's going to be cool. You've been listening to Cafe Bitcoin, the place for your morning news. Prefer to hang out for some of the smartest minds in the industry. Also, a podcast on Fountain, Spotify, and Apple. I'm not going to even read through the rest of this stuff. Thanks again to the speakers that come on here every single day. Thanks to my crew. Uh, Bitcoin was made for this mission, guys. Freedom. Bitcoin. Inseparable. Love you guys. Everybody have a great and safe 4th of July. Don't blow yourselves up. Love all you guys. Crush it.